Welcome to the Not Necessarily Mad podcast. My name is Eric Hollinsworth, and we'll be joined by G.B. Meyer here just in a few. Well, thanks again to the uh, tendencies for the use of their tune, Burden Town. And before we jump in, we wanted to give thanks to the folks on the front line during the COVID-19 situation. We would all be in a far worse off place without those essential folks. Thank you so much. And we hope everybody out there is doing as best they can under the situation. Everybody is healthy and, and happy and, and uh, doing the best they can. So let's go ahead and get into it. Here's part of the conversation recorded a little earlier this week between GB and myself. Hey, GB. Eric, how's it going, buddy? All right. Well, uh, good yeah. days and bad days. Yeah, and you it's, too. Uh, huh? <laughs> yeah. In, in more ways than one. But yeah. <laughs> it, it's been... It's been it's been a it's been a stinker. Yeah, I've got a uh, I've got a page a day calendar that's got a fun little fact on it every day. And my calendar today told me that uh, the fact was my horoscope said all the above was going to be a lucky day, but it didn't feel very lucky. It wasn't my favorite day today. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But hey, you know yeah. what? I'm here, and now we get to yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm I've been looking forward to this, for, you know, for since our last get together. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah, as folks that know, we try to put out about a um, about twenty minutes worth of content every week or so, and we've been real diligent about that. And we even set up like a calendar day and say, "Hey, let's meet on Tuesday." My and calendars. Yeah, exactly. And um, we we carve out a little time just for for GB and I to kind of kind of hang out and talk and and see what's going on in each other's lives, worlds, and and have some thoughts and. And whatnot on that stuff, and you know we're we're still you know uh, in the throes of uh, uh, the stay at home stay at home order in our state is about to is about to get a little easier, and uh, but we're still stuck in it. We, we sure are, and I'm telling you Sorry. today, uh, t- today I you know I, I'm a bit of a um, well. First of all, we we both know that I like food. Uh, mm, yes. <laughs> and uh, today, today I just wanted, uh, as as my brother and I call it, eat, uh, eat my face off. That's that was the mood I was in today. <laughs> right. <laughs> then again, I think that's that's been a lot of these days. You know, a lot of the, uh, the a lot of the humor right now that you see out there is around the uh, stuck inside uh, and and let's find something to eat. Well, you know, you know what I what what I've noticed a lot of is either people are really talking a lot about, you know, their their what they're going to be eating and you know, or how much they've been eating and and all that stuff, and then other people are out there making their keto snacks and and <laughs> you know just kind of enjoying life as as they are want to do, and I'm just you know. So, so let me let me ask you this because sure. I because I, I know we we've, we've kind of been talking this back and forth what's your go-to what is your quarantine snack of the of, of the moment oh wow all right so um, okay so the first thing that came to mind um, is and this is gonna sound really peculiar but it's actually uh, pumpkin seeds 
No, I know you weren't expecting that, but that's <laughs> no, no, no. I was right. Okay, so <laughs> I, I was, well, I, I was I was I was thinking more when somebody goes, "It's unexpected." I'm a big pork rind fan. That's you know that's that's yeah, sort of what so, I was expecting. So here's which here's which are tasty. It, here's mm-hmm. how it plays out. I go into the kitchen, I open the big jar that I've got of roasted pumpkin seeds, and I grab a handful of those, and that's what I eat while I tour the kitchen looking for what I'm going to eat next. Well, you know that's that's almost a healthy decision. <laughs> well, uh, almost, almost, you know, yeah, almost. But uh, you know that's a but that that's that's a, that's a safe bet, though, man. Yeah. It's like uh, I I'm I'm hoping that the 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 refrigerator is turned into a magic wardrobe at this point. I can like oh. open it up <laughs> five minutes later, and there's something different than what what is already in there. Oh, yeah. uh, unfortunately, it has not. So so, so but, do you have a uh, do you have anything you grab while you're touring for the next thing you're going to eat as you make your decision? A deliberate, food? Uh, you know, I I I am I am purposely bringing into the house fruit oh wow good for you uh but like small dose fruit like um grapes oh right box of raisins something like that closely akin to what you're doing it's like um i can eat a handful of grapes and feel like i've accomplished something (laughs) and it and it really doesn't hurt me that bad um you know and i've been you know i've i've my friends that know me, and now everybody is going to get to know us, I guess a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I I, uh, I fought a weight problem for a while, and I f- and I and I'm fighting it still, and now it's it's more in earnest because of some high blood pressure issues. Sure. Uh, so I'm really conscious about that stuff, but I, I, I'm not passing up a Krispy Kreme donut if it's offered. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, right. well. I mean, especially if it's hot. I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, but see, that's the thing, man. I grew up um, in Roanoke, uh-huh. literally five blocks from the Krispy Kreme donut shop. So it, it was nothing for us to walk from where I lived to, to Krispy Kreme just for a hot donut. Now you would just hang out and wait for it to come out. Right. You well, I mean, I mean if someone it, offers you a hot donut, it's a moral imperative mm, that you say yes and that you eat well, it in front I'm, of them. Well, it, it, exactly. No matter no matter the situation, you may have just finished a half dozen donuts, but if they come up with another, yeah, you're, right. You're gonna take it now. Um, other than the fruit, you know, there have been a couple of things that, like, I've I've gone not for the typical comfort food, mm-hmm. um, like mom's home cooking right. or you know something of that nature. What I've and it's it, it sounds almost disgusting when you say it out like I'm I've, I've gone through a chef boyardee phase I'm, I've got like <laughs> the canned ravioli and the and the canned you know this the, you know the spaghettios or whatever I, I I grew out of the spaghettios I've gone to the like the meat filled and cheese filled oh, uh, ravioli yeah. and yeah that stuff but it you know it's it's um it's quick and and a lot of times I get to a point where I forget to eat lunch and I need to eat something quick. So I was just like, all right, let me grab one of those. And um, but you know, th- there's other things. There has been some like you know, I did make a nice meatloaf the other night for for a week's worth of comfort food. And, oh, very cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So you you, when, when you mention throw down every once in a while, when you mentioned the fruit. It, uh, so one of the things that um, that I'm doing a lot is we uh, we often have berries in the house, raspberries, blackberries, and I'll grab uh, a few of those. And give those a uh, a dusting with some um, with some baking cocoa, and then maybe right. like a I don't know like a packet of you know uh, of the sugar free sweetener that I put in my coffee, 
and uh, and uh, kind of toss that around, and you know, it's like uh, you know, a, it's it's a down and dirty, uh, quick and dirty uh, uh, chocolate covered berry uh, fix, you know. So, right, and and sometimes it's about ease more than anything else. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I was going to say I, I don't think that right now I have the uh, required patience to say, okay, you know, we're going to carefully melt the chocolate and now you know chill the strawberries. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Oh, I know. Be good, no. right? Yeah, well, well, I mean, you know, I'm not saying <laughs> saying it's a bad thing, but you know, again, you know, I'm I'm eating I'm eating ravioli from Chef Boyardee, so I mean, I'm I'm not there. No judgment from me yeah. at this point. So you know, I um I I really uh, we ran out of uh, enchiladas. Normally, I, I'll keep a uh, a tray of enchiladas that I've made. Nothing too fancy Ooh. in the freezer. Those are gone. And uh, yeah, I need to I need to look at making some more of those. Ooh, nice. Yeah, uh, oh. I'm a, I'm I'm a bit of an enchilada uh, junkie. That's what I like to have on my birthday. Right on. Yeah. So, and right you know, on. the question is whether or not I'll have them. You know, like uh, home style or rolled, or whether I'll have like traditional sauce, uh, traditional so, sauce on it or verde. So where, outside of your own creation? Yeah. Right, where's where's your best enchilada been from? Oh wow! All right, so the first thing that comes to mind is there in in northern Virginia, um, there is a there is a a group of restaurants called Anita's. It's a local chain, and right, and they're uh, they're New Mexican cuisine. So it's very much focused on. Um, food from new mexico uh which is basically like it's it's like north mexican but with a twist i don't know if you've ever been there Mm-mm. uh but um yeah so they they make the uh they make the enchiladas in the casserole style where they're not rolled or they're just kind of like laid out in layers it's almost like a enchilada lasagna if you will i don't know Ooh, it might be unfair all right. to, to say that but i'm coming at <laughs> it, it might, from my uh, angle it, right yeah it's unfair to one or the other of them let's just... <laughs> right you got me yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, that's fantastic. That's really good stuff. Oh, right on. Yeah, that that is. Yeah, so, I'm a. Go ahead. I was going to say meatloaf. You brought, you mentioned meatloaf. So yeah, uh, is there a is there a, a meatloaf outing where you've been like you know what they do that right? Yes, I, I, immediately. Yeah. Um, and and you've been there. Uh, Jimmy's on the James. Oh yeah. Really? Their their meatloaf. Oh my god. No. Uh, for 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 the non Lynchburg in, uh, enabled folks, Lynchburg, Virginia, there is a spectacular restaurant uh, downtown called Jimmy's on the James, and they are one of my favorite places to, as a musician to play because we get fed there, and it is outstanding. The the meatloaf, you know, I got to talk with Bobby, the chef, about it um, mm-hmm. when he was tending bar one night. I'm like, tell me about your meatloaf. And he goes, well, it's pork, veal, and the aged steak that we have for our steak dinner. When it it's getting close to being past its prime, we grind it up. Oh, wow. And, and yeah, so it's, a, it's it, dude, it's just on point. Um, <laughs> the, gra- the, the gravy they use is not really thick, but it's not real thin either, uh-huh. and it has, a, it has a bite to it. He uses um, some kind of hot sauce in that that's not the usual. And um, and then garlic mashed potatoes on the side, and it. Um, I see now I'm starving. 
Yeah, right. Uh, I they don't even ask me anymore what I want to eat. They just look at me and go, "Okay, like, we oh, got yeah. it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's one. That's one more thing Jimmy's has going for it. Then, um, right? I love that place. Yeah, it's it's got a cool vibe to it. it really as does. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's a great it's a great little place, intimate place to play. Um, our our boy Christian and and I and a couple other fellows. You were there that night. Played. Yeah, that's and right. And then. Um, yeah, I really enjoy taking uh, the jazz groups in, both uh, the uh, Chris McGee qu- quartet or quintet, depending on if we're carrying an extra or flat five. Mm-hmm. We've both played there pretty much on the regular about once every other month or so. And it's just it's it's just one of those hangout restaurants that when you want to have a good meal and, you know, good people and it's not going to be too, too loud, too, too crazy. It's just, it's just a really nice place. Do you have a, uh, do you have a preference of things like, um, like if you're dreaming of getting something that's not American standard American cuisine, if you're going to go head in a European or an Asian direction, do you, do you start skewing one way or the other? Or is... I, I do. I am a fan of both Vietnamese and Thai food. Oh, yeah. And that's that's been an adult acquisition type thing. I You know, growing up, never I, I didn't have Chinese food until I was in college. So, I mean, really? that just tells you. Yeah. Um, very, uh, not a... Uh, not an explorative family when it came to food oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I was growing up. Um, so I uh, had Chinese food for the first time when I was a freshman in college, and I'm like, what have I been missing? And then um, I was introduced to Thai food and Vietnamese food at the same time. I was uh, I had a career change about mm, ooh, 17, 16 years ago. For a while, I repaired eye exam equipment, which is a whole story in and of itself. But the, the guy that I was buying the company from really enjoyed um, the fact that we worked in the Beltway area of D.C. and uh, there was so much good food. And he's like, why spend $10 for a meal at Wendy's when you can spend $11 at a Vietnamese place? That's, that's imp- unimpeachable logic. <laughs> and 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 he introduced me to both pho and and other Vietnamese delicacies and oh, goodness yeah. and and you know a couple of really good Thai places. So yeah, I I really it's not that I don't like traditional like what we would most folks around when they go in Asian route they do Chinese maybe Japanese sushi something like that. Sure, uh, but I I do like um, which I do enjoy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, the the Thai food right now Thai is is high on my list for once we're released from from lockdown. Oh um, yeah, yeah. A good good dish of pad Thai would be just stunningly good. I am eager to get back down to um, back down to the bay. You know, I'm from Hampton originally. Oh okay. And my, yeah. yeah. And my uh, you know I've still got family there, and um, um, you know as as the weather starts turning warm. I'm, and I haven't been there in, in, in a little while now, not since maybe February. And right. I'm thinking about, uh, thinking about the seafood. I'm thinking about, um, you know, all the, the exciting stuff that comes along with that. I haven't, I haven't had, uh, oh, I don't know. It's, we're still months away from where you, where you get deep into crab season or soft shell crabs or anything else mm-hmm. like that. But, um, yeah, I've, I've got that on the brain right now. That's one of those things I'm looking forward to down the road. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I'm with you on the Thai food. 
and, uh, and I, I, I like you know, Vietnamese what, too. What, yeah, once somebody has tried a good Thai dish, it's hard. They're hard to argue. Um, when I was working at Lynchburg Music, uh, we would grab lunch, and uh, you know, it was the usual. Hey, what do you guys want for lunch? I'll run and get it. And they're like, uh, McDonald's, or this, and that, you know, fast food crap. And I'm like, uh, let me let me hip you guys to this. Look, yeah. let me just call in this order. It's going to be about the same price of of what you read. Brought back pad thai for everyone. Just chicken pad thai, medium heat on it, and for the next week, they're just like, when are we going to get Thai again? When are we going to get Thai again? What was that? We ate Pad Thai. That stuff was good. <laughs> so, you know, it's getting, it's, sometimes it's getting people to, to actually give it a try. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you have a, do you have a, a go-to comes in a cellophane package uh, or foily wrap bag, potato chip, salty snack kind of thing that you dig into? You know, I was joking about it earlier, uh-huh. but I've I've uh, I've been <laughs> I've been on a pork rind kick. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's what we call them here in the South: pork rinds, <laughs> pork skins, chicharrones, uh, chicharrones. Um, I, I refer to them that way when I'm around my highfalutin friends. Um, <laughs> but when I'm around the musicians, I'm like passing pig skins. Um, and and the funny thing is, you can't. F- and this drove me crazy. I'm like. Walking through uh, Mega Mart A, Kroger, Food Lion, one of those one of those brands, uh-huh. and I'm looking for a large, like they would call them the party size, mm-hmm. chicharrones, chicharrones, uh, chicharrones, and no, no, no love. And what? they had them, they had them in the little snack size, and I'm like, well, what the. Seen, and I'm, so I had to I had to get some super glue, and I'd forgotten to pick it up at the at the store. So I whip into the Dollar General, mm-hmm. and wouldn't you know it, big old party bags of chicharrones, <laughs> and um, I you know, grabbed a couple of them. Uh, they thought I was probably hoarding. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. He ain't buying nothing but toilet paper and chicharrones. I don't what. So, um, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I like about you, Eric, is you're an intelligent guy, but you don't flute high. No, there's no fluting of the highness around here. This is, uh, dude, I was, I'm almost embarrassed to say that there is like, uh, uh, low sodium spam in my, in my cabinet for eggs and spam, 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 uh, later know, on I this mean, week. It's all about small compromises, right? It, it, it is. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I grew up, uh, with some, uh, Appalachian parents, uh, both my parents were Appalachian born and bred. And if you count Roanoke a, a city, I'm, I'm a first generation city dweller of my family. So there's a lot of, of country home style cooking in my, in my mm-hmm. upbringing, mm-hmm. um, stewed tomatoes and green beans with fat back and, and all that kind of stuff. And you really, you know, as, as much as I consider myself a foodie and, and liking and enjoying you know, things from other places that, you know, my parents wouldn't have any idea about them type thing. Yeah. You know, the, you, you always seem to come back to those things like you growing up on, on the coast with the, with the crab and me, you know, with the Southern, it, it's, it's comparable to soul food. Um, sure. No matter where, no matter where you call home, that's your soul food. And for me, it happens to be, you know, 
maters and green beans <laughs> and pinto beans and cornbread and, and that kind of thing. Right. And that and those things speak to me at times as well. Sure. Um, but there are other times that, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, I really, really like a Vietnamese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I don't know that if, um, I think that if you, if you put me inside a food line right now and put me on the, uh, on the salty snack row, I'm not even sure where I'd, uh, where I'd, where I'd stop first, but I haven't had Fritos, just the good old fashioned Fritos in a really long time. Ooh. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but I've been like, you know what? When I get back down to the grocery store into the snack aisle, I am gonna I'm gonna get myself a pound bag of that. That's what I've been thinking. <laughs> a pound bag. <laughs> Give me a QP of them things, is man. Anything worth doing is worth doing right, Eric. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, it 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 um Yeah, I'm not I, I like salty snacks. Mm-hmm. But but I've never been one that you know if if potato chips are available, I'll I'll munch on them. Mm-hmm. It goes in it goes in phases, I guess. Yeah. You know, but well, my real passion, and I'm not I'm actually not that much of a sweets guy. Not not precisely. I'm not a I'm not right. a real sugar head like like my brother, for instance. Uh, but I really love ice cream, and. Um, one of the things that, um, another thing coming up in the summer, one of the things that, I mean, I hope I get a chance to do this, so we'll see how things go, um, is there's a lot of small independent ice cream uh, restaurants, joints, Ooh. what have you, in Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> Joint, yes. Yeah, joints. Yeah, there is so much good food in Richmond, man. There, uh, there really is. And you know what? Um, I'll give you an example of, of, one, uh, of one place. It's called uh, Charm School. It's on uh, East Broad Street. It's not far from VCU, and one of their flavors, and it's it's got some uh, it's got some cachet around it. People have talked about it. It's um, it's it's called cereal milk, and the flavor is Captain Crunch cereal milk. And the guy went to uh, yeah yeah. It's dead on the money too. I'm telling you what, it's dead on the money. Another that thing is, that, that is spectacular. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah, you'll have to. So, so, if you're thinking of ice cream and bopping around on the internet or whatever, and it crosses your mind and you want to go down a rabbit hole, go look up uh, cereal milk at Charm School, and okay. uh, and uh, and you'll find that people have talked about it. They do another thing wow. too there with uh, it's this homemade marshmallow fluff, and they they bust out the butane lighter and they toast it. So it's a toasted. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If you tell me toasted fluffer nutter, I'm going to smack you right now. <laughs> right on top oh of some god. cereal milk ice cream. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. There's a. Uh, I was vacationing in in Glens Falls, New York, for whatever reason, uh, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and they have this like locally famous ice cream stand, and they serve this thing called a fluffer nutter sundae. Ooh. It's fluff and peanut butter sauce, vanilla ice cream. Very simple. But it comes at you in like it's stacked a, almost a foot high in the dish. I mean, it's just absolutely <laughs> huge. It's so good. You know, when you start measuring it in yardage, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I had made foot of ice cream the other day. It was good. 
there's a there's a little place um, on 29 does the same thing with a soft serve cone. Uh, it yeah? is literally a foot stacked of soft serve, and it's different from any soft serve I've ever had around here. And it's a little place called Colleen, and it's um, not too far from where the Lock and Music Festival happens in Nelson County, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And if I'm driving on 29, I'll, if it's a certain time of day, I'll stop and have me. I'll get a small, so it's only like a, an eight-inch tall cone. At that <laughs> only. Point, only. <laughs> and you don't you don't drive. You have to stay there and eat that thing at least for a little bit because because <laughs> it it will drip. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. So we're talking some about summertime treats and so forth. I'm, and I'm I'm really hopeful that. Um, you know, obviously that everyone out there, that we all stay well uh, and that we all get an opportunity, you know, before summer's over to, uh, you know, at a safe distance Indeed. to enjoy some of this, some of the stuff Indeed. that we're talking about. I feel so lucky that my summer last year was so terrific and I got out to a lot of places and, you know, tried a yep. lot of different stuff. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Whole different discussion. We could talk about the food trucks at the festivals we've been to in the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need a minute to remember, but there's been some good stuff. Well, as we wrap it up, we want to thank those that listen. Let your friends know that they can find a Not Necessarily Mad podcast in the podcast section of Spotify and Apple Podcast and at madfamworld.com. Mm-hmm.